Thanks for tuning back in for episode three of Two Quick Things. I don't have a title quite yet, but today I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about, uh, I guess the topic would be hesitation, um, and thinking about how it's really difficult to be uh, in a world where you are hesitant about who you are, Um, especially knowing that the things and the people around you will try to instill that hesitation in you. And by hesitation, I mean people who intentionally will make you, intentionally or unintentionally, will make you question who you are, how you operate in this world. And I don't just mean uh, people that you work with. I mean family. I mean friends. I mean strangers will sometimes come at you sideways for being who you are. So it's really difficult to operate in this world when you don't know who you are or hesitate and you put that hesitation out for the world, unfortunately, to consume like vultures, if we're being honest. And I know that it's not easy always to define and know exactly who you are and go out into the world and be really confident with, this is who I am, this is how I want to explore. Because over time, we learn about ourselves, we grow, we change. And that, that can be difficult for the world, if you will, in air quotes, to consume. I think one of the things that's really important is to come to a place where you understand that it's not for the world to define who you are or to um, validate who you are, to approve of who you are. But the world, again, people, institutions, things, will really make you uh, have the potential to make you hesitant about how you show up in the world. They will try to pounce on you um, when you are not authentic in the way that makes sense for them and the way that's meaningful for other people to grasp. Um, there's a steadfastness that is required. And when you get to know yourself and you spend time with yourself, knowing the things that you truly like, then you become more confident with what your choices are, where your journey is going, and that your journey is yours and yours alone. I remember I have a friend who I love very dearly, and I won't say that person's name, but back in the day, let's, let's uh, rewind to about a year, a, a year, that would be great, uh, about 10 years ago, I was coming into myself more comfortably and kind of really identifying with the, the masculine side of, of who I am and how I present to the world and how I feel internally. And that friend still to this day, again, love that person dearly, they will still giggle and I'll get a good kiki in about how I used to wear cargo shorts and I had braids and cargo shorts and sweater vests and it was really, it was a mess. So don't try, please don't ask me for those pictures. Um, If you knew me then, then that was who I was. I was almost going to apologize, but I'm not sorry because that's who I was and that's how I had to evolve into the person that I am now. And I I think back about what the world was trying to tell me about myself and how I fell into that trap. And it's not a bad fall. Like, I don't think back, oh, well, that was terrible. I can't believe I fell into that. That was the stage I was in at that point. But since then, I've grown to become more comfortable in the skin that I am in and operate with the world. And so... It's been really important for me to take the time to get to know myself, consider what feels comfortable for me, and do that. I understand that some people will not be comfortable with how I present in the world and who I am. 
that is that has nothing to do with me. It's, uh, that is not my ministry, as I like to say. There are a number of things that are not my ministry. And what people have to think about me or to say about me in terms of how I present myself to the world is not my ministry. That has nothing to do with me. That has everything to do with them. No one is going to understand who I am except for me. And the beauty of it is there's nobody that has to understand and accept that except for me. I don't move through this world trying to be what other people want me to be. Because if that was the case, then I would constantly be going back and forth and not knowing who I am and appeasing to people on the outside. But it has taken a long time and it is still a journey. Don't please don't get it twisted that all of a sudden I know 100 percent who I am all the time. And I 100 percent feel confident of how I operate around the world. I have questions just as much as the next person, but I have come to realize When I hesitate, I question me, I question myself, and then I have to pause and really take stock of why. What is it about the situation, the environment, the interactions that I have that is causing me hesitation? And how do I break through and move through that hesitation? Because again, that hesitation is something that the world or other people are trying to push upon me. And I've, I've found that when I'm really paying attention is those folks who perhaps haven't, and this is no shade, this is just my observation, so take it with whatever you want to take it with. That is people, environments trying to push upon me what they think that I should be. And really it's sometimes I would, I would hope and pray and support them doing their own work to get comfortable with who they are. Because if you spend so much time focusing on who I am and what I do, and how I move about this world. What about you? What I'm not going to do is pay attention about you, but maybe you should, instead of being in, in what's going on with me, maybe go ahead and turn that mirror back on yourself and pay attention to that. That's no shade. That's just an honest. I had to come to that realization myself that I am pushing those things out into the world. I was pushing things out into the world onto other people when really there was a, there's a self-discovery and a focus that I had to have on myself. As my mom always said, you have to, and the church song, you got to sweep around you, your own front door before you try to sweep around mine. And I realized I was sleep, sweep, oh Lord Jesus, I was sweeping around lots of other people's front doors and I had a whole bunch of leaves and mess on my own. So really I had to work on getting my own house in order in order to be able to move forward and do the things that I want to do with my life and push all that, to be real honest, push all that bullshit to the side. Because again, that's not my ministry. That has nothing to do with me. And I have to be able to make the, um, the separation between the world and how the world sees me and how I see myself and how I choose to operate around the world um, or engage with the world, with people and in my environment. I also had to realize, and maybe this is the second quick thing, if you will, um, that I'm not meant to fit in. No person is meant to fit into a box or a mold, or we would all be the same. Um, It is natural for people to stand in their own truth and stand out for themselves. And some people will be like, oh, you be an extra by standing out. First of all, why are you paying attention to my extraness, if you will? What about your own extraness? What is it about what's going on with me that's fascinating that you want to pay so much attention to. Oh, that's a word. I I, I don't even have time fully to get into that word. But um, 
I would always encourage folks and myself to get in my own place, get in my own space and consider what is good for me and what is working for me. Um, when you, I have found that when I fight against those things that feel natural to me, I have an attitude. I'm fighting against something that doesn't even make sense as to why I'm fighting against it. And then I have an attitude and you know who I have to hold responsible for that. So I'm trying not to say the word to blame, but you know who I hold responsible for that? Me for not focusing on the things that are relevant to me and getting in my own way trying to worry about what this person thinks, that person thinks, how they like my outfit, how they like the way I said this, how they didn't like the way I say this. Oh, are they mad at me? You know what? I, I've, I've really toned down when people are, they give this impression that they're mad at me or upset with me for doing nothing more than being myself. So saying the things that feel authentic for me to say, not playing the, the politics and that bullshit or whatever and just kind of putting the stuff on out there in a way that is transparent and compassionate um, and clear, which is clear as client if we roll them back to the second episode of Hard Conversations, um, including the hard conversations that I have to have with myself. Really, there's so much that I can focus on myself. And why wouldn't I put that time and energy to myself and realize that my role on this planet is to be in my space and then find ways to thrive in it. If in the times where I've found that I've been in spaces where they are not good for me, I do not thrive, I am trying to appease or fall into what other people are wanting for me, I have an attitude. Straight up have an attitude. I talked about having an attitude um, in terms of some feedback the last time. And I have to realize there's a checking of myself that comes along with that. So like, what am I doing to change that? Because I am in control of me. So in all of that, I say, when you are hesitant about yourself, take a pause and take stock of what that feels like, what that makes you think, how it changes like the vibe or the energy that you have going for yourself. And really think, what do I want in all of this? What would make me not hesitant about being myself? Because the last I checked, the opinions, attitudes, and thoughts of others have paid non, nary, and zero of my bills. So why am I worried about those things? And again, I'm not saying that I'm flawless in always um, being knowing about myself and knowing exactly what I want, but my job and your job, if you're listening to this, is to pay attention to the things that work within you, what feels good to you, and then act accordingly. As I say with everything, and everything, it's two, this is episode three, but in the first two episodes, is everything going to work flawlessly? Nope. And that's okay because everything doesn't have to work flawlessly, especially when we have the opportunity to take stock and pause and really consider who am I? How am I going to operate in this world? And how do I get that confidence in myself? Because the people who matter in your life will pay attention and they'll be responsive to that. They will honor that. They will see your growth and they will give you that look like, okay, sis, okay, bruh, okay, person, I see you. You're learning and you're growing. I appreciate that. And you're going to be the one that's going to inspire the next person to do that for themselves. They may not say it, but they will see Okay, look at this bra person over there doing their thing. Okay, like what is it? What is in me that I need to start paying attention and getting myself in order? Because I'm feeling like I'm left behind. So I say with all of that, take it as you will. 
but this world is not designed for you to fit in. I think we've all heard some variation of that quote before. And it is really designed for you to figure out who you are and how you are going to operate in that world. The next segment I have is going to be called a moment. So I was recently talking about how there are spaces where I feel this pressure to be silent or to not comment. And I realized that 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 comes from a place of not wanting to do emotional labor to carry other people's feelings. I don't have any other cute way to say that aside from I don't necessarily want to explain myself on a host of things or get into this back and forth on how I feel and how I experience a, a thing that happens in the world or something that happens specifically to me. And I'm mincing words now, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get real honest. This whole Kavanaugh thing with Christine Blasey Ford, Susan Collins from Maine and her, let's all be it. If you listen to this, you probably already know she's, she's a fuck up. Let's just call it what it is because she, she, she failed if we're going to just keep it 100. With her vote to support the uh, moving forward of Kavanaugh to the Senate for the final confirmations. I have found myself not wanting to say much on this topic in particular, but a number of topics that have happened in the world for a real long time. And really the, the source of my being silent is because I don't want to get into this space where I am having to defend how I feel and hear, frankly, from white folks who have come either in my DMs or uh, messaged me or commented on something and then want to change my mind about something and want me to be understanding about something that I, I genuinely feel that I don't need to be understanding about. I don't. Like, there's a host of things that I don't have to do and be understanding about shit that I don't want to be understanding about is one of them. I, I hesitate to say that because I know I... Then the part of me is like, oh, I have lots of white friends. That's beside the point. I think there's an emotional labor that I avoid having and I avoid um, or censor myself in posts either on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter because part of it is because I don't want to do that emotional labor. I just don't. And it, my experience tells me that every time I have posted something rela related to something that, that might be racially charged loosely or closely, there's an emotional labor part of that that I don't want to en engage in. And I can choose not to do that because we can say stuff. That doesn't necessarily mean that it absolves us from you know people's response. But I still have a choice of whether or not I choose to engage with that. But the other piece is the feelings that folks may express or think that I should express in response to how I genuinely feel are not honored. That's not everybody. So if you're thinking like, oh, wait a minute, I'm a white person that knows Shamina. I don't, that doesn't mean I'm talking about you. You don't necessarily need to check in. But think about those times when someone posts something about something that may or may not be racially charged and whether or not you choose to say something or not say something, do you post something that's so correct and sounds right? And like this, of course, could not be offensive to any individual person. 
and then you get in your feelings when somebody calls you on your shit or someone provides a perspective that you're like, wow, I, I had a, a real one-sided approach to this whole thing. Or I didn't even think about how this might sound when other people hear, hear it or read it. That doesn't mean you need to change your message, but you, you got to understand that some, that message will sometimes be turned off for people. And a real quick snippet of that, I'm not going, this will show up some, in some other episodes. I 1000% guarantee you. Bette Midler, who I low-key love from the First Wives Club, um, if you've never seen that movie, it's a gem. It's Bette Midler, who apparently is re- very recently problematic. Goldie Hawn, I don't know her to be problematic. And then Diane Keaton, who is problematic with her um, general support of, what is that, Woody Allen. But I'm not even, even going to get into that. But this is a movie I watched forever, to, forever ago. It's one of my faves. Every time it comes on TV, your girl will watch the whole thing like I've never seen it before. And then I'll get up and sing and dance to the You Don't Own Me at the end. But that's neither here nor there. But she posted something on her Twitter that made me be like, girl, what are you doing? Like, what made you think that tone deaf is an understatement? It's a complete understatement because she basically she was quoting some maybe Yoko Ono lyric. Don't don't charge it to my head and not my heart because I don't know about that stuff. But it was something like women are the N word of the world. And I was like, ma'am. I wanted to call her sis, but at that point, I couldn't call her sis. I said, ma'am, woman, what are you doing? In this day and age of our good Lord and Savior, in the year of 2018, you chose to post this right now. So I had to let her go. I had to unfollow because I didn't want to. And don't get me wrong. She apologized. And I'm like, if you so quick to be Twitter fingers out there and putting that stuff out there, I can make a choice absolutely not to follow and not to engage. That don't mean all of a sudden I hate her, that I'm not here from her because I'm certainly going to watch First Wives Club again. But I, have, I, need to, I need a little bit of distance. She don't know me from, you know, Evelina. If we go on with Adam and Eve, we go, she don't know me from Evelina, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to still follow. I'm going to still watch that movie and get my whole entire life from that. And I suggest you do the same. But think about that the next time that you are trying to slide in somebody's DMs or get in somebody's mentions about something. And don't be surprised if somebody don't, don't, don't comment back or just read it and move on and comment to the next thing or delete you or unfollow you or unfriend you, whatever the case may be, altogether, that's okay because sometimes those things will happen. Hopefully that's an opportunity for you to pause and reflect on like, well, did I say something? You can, you, first of all, you cannot give a damn about somebody unfollowing, unfriending, unliking some, your page, your post, whatever. You can certainly not give a damn about that. Um, or you can and seem like, did I, did I say something that was maybe a little off the rocker? Did that maybe hit somebody? And you can choose still if you want to say something like that again or if you don't. Your choice all the way, boo-boo. So... That was a rant. Again, a thousand percent certain that's going to come up again. Um, feel free to slide in my um, IG DMs if you want to hit me up on my Facebook. Um, but I'm going to close this episode with a few things. Number one, I have a Facebook page. It's called Two Quick Things. Staying on theme, staying on brand, if you will. There's an IG page, Two Quick Things. Again, on brand, on theme. And the SoundCloud two quick things and y'all should just know i recently got approved my podcast is on apple Podcasts. it's slow and steady but it's there comment rate review if you want to i ain't gonna know the difference listen i hope you get something from it share it with your friend 
that would be great. But hit me up on any of those. You can slide in my DMs. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to move forward because I want to do a question segment. So I got to figure that out. But you can slide in my DMs if you got a question um, between now and then. All right, y'all. Take care.